Hi, I'm Kate. I'm a compulsive eater. Hi, Kate. Um, wow, I'm just really glad um, to have a meeting tonight and have all of us together and um, get a chance to just like ground ourselves at the end of the day and think about, you know, how important this program is and the chance to, um, you know, uh, talk about our experience, strength, and hope together. Um, and I love the theme of the meeting, commitment to abstinence. Um, that's like such an um, important journey. And for me, it kind of happened um, not because of what I decided it to be, but because um, I slowly came to accept and understand what it needed to be. Um, and that was a hard and soft process at the same time. And um, I had a lot of support through that. Um, so yeah, what it was like, um, you know, in the beginning, uh, as a small child, I don't remember a lot of like noise around food. Um, I noticed a little bit that like sometimes um, if there was like conflict going on with my my mom especially, like I might eat faster and be a little bit nervous when I was eating. But, um, it didn't really take form for me until I was around like 15. Um, the environment in my home and kind of the environment at school and um, with myself, frankly, like I play a part in all of that, um, was just kind of making this perfect storm for um, a breakup that happened. And then that kind of like cracked the foundation of um, my sense of safety. And I think safety is a big piece of what drives um, my disease. Um, it's like a vigilance, um, it's fear, um, it's uh, kind of never feeling good enough, um, and uh, just wanting to like kind of keep my world small. And that was my experience for sure. Um, it kind of, I had this weird interaction with um, some guys at school and one of them called me the whale and I really couldn't have been much more than, I don't know, like 120 something pounds, like average kid, average everything. Um, but in my community, there was a lot of messaging that like, you either gotta be the best or you're nothing. and. Um, it was just really pervasive, and I wanted to feel safe. Um, so my best thinking was turn all of that in on myself and make it something that I can somehow manipulate or control um, to get others to respect me, take care of me. Um, I didn't really know what it was. It was a drive that was bigger than me. Um, so I really like restricted and didn't eat and overexercised and I just needed a place like a, a pressure valve maybe for all of that stuff to go and as my parents were getting divorced um, yeah I just remember running on the treadmill I'm like this is all I can really do to I remember like kind of like stomping it out like visually I was like let's just like run away from this um, the best that I could um, it was just a really painful process because it often was like wrapped up in my relationships um, 
I used it to like secure boyfriends and secure friendships and like if I could just nail that down the rest would make sense um and you know it kind of just bled into college and after college um and I think I've mentioned it in other meetings but um it like really tipped off when my dad got super ill and I was like job searching kind of like in this questioning state and I didn't know how to um, kind of like feed myself emotionally and uh, I turned to some heavy duty exercise and validation from men and whatever you know legal things that were available to me that didn't look too crazy from the outside because I'm not letting you in on what's really going on with me. Um, And I do really recognize that as an amazing thing that I've gotten out of program now is that I don't just pile on all my emotional everything into one or two people. I know how to spread it out now. I know how to have more balance. Um, And um, that's been a really big gift. Um, And... Yeah, uh, I think, you know, uh, the the example I was going to get to is, like, I finally hit that goal weight, and um, I was, like, pretty obsessed with him, and it felt good on some level, but meanwhile, you know, my dad was dying. My mom's alcoholism was out of control, and, um, you know, I was job searching, and the relationship I was in, and, like, it didn't solve any of those things. It was not um, a a substitute for what I really needed, which was um, a belief in myself, um, like a belief in other people, um, and a way to just self-soothe that made sense and was sustainable and worked for me every day and wasn't like kind of reliant upon other people's perception of me and the weather or this or that, like something fully that filled that God-sized hole. Um, And so, yeah, uh, as that kind of progressed with, like, the over-exercising, I decided to uh, pull a geographic and move down to San Francisco, and um, that's where it turned into overeating, um, which I was really freaked out about. Uh, because that never been my MO, but I could not really stop it. And I'll just also say that, like, I don't know if it was necessarily volume eating, but the fact that, like, I ate a whole bag of cookies or, like, um, I couldn't really stop with, I think it was what I'm seeing is mostly sweets um, when I wanted to really, really freaked me out. And that's, you know... um, there's this kind of idea of like gains disguised as losses. And um, for me, I think um, that was a huge um, gain to give up sugar because it um, had this ability to just unhinge me. I, I don't have like a fancy story of like, or dramatic where like someday like I was eating this thing and it just you know I got to the end of whatever it was like literally I had a chai latte in one week and um, 
I decided I was going to, like, with my sponsor, she's like, what if just for this week we just take a break? And I was like, okay, I can do week. That sounds like something I can do. And then when I got to the end of the week, I was like, fuck that. I'm eating, you know, or having a chai latte again. And I had it, and I literally started crying and sobbing and it was like oh this is real this isn't something that like I can just tinker with and you know kind of dance around the subject like it physically and I don't know why but that was enough for that day and I didn't want to put up with it anymore I didn't want to put up with um, the uh, feeling of walking by bakeries I didn't want to put up with um you know, just constantly uh, this concern about what I'm wearing and how people were perceiving me and calculations and, like, a lot of, like, when I would go home, just, like, reliving, like, how I would kind of beat myself up with exercise or purging or just all of it. Um, It was enough, and I wanted to go to grad school, and I just, like, couldn't fathom how those two things were going to go together. And um, I didn't really have an answer yet, but I went on this yoga retreat before uh, it started and uh, met this woman who was just um, really, really open about her anorexia um, and just that, like, candor and honesty that she had about how it affected her and just the fact that she didn't care what we were thought of that and, like, just shared it. And I just really, um, you know, she wasn't in a program, but I wanted what she had. Um, and so I talked to her about it, and she was like, yeah, no, I understand, and I've been there. And I think that relating and wanting to um, kind of, like, shed some light on um, something that I held so... Um, deep and dark and like kind of this private place um you know like um this is like a quote around um the four step uh which you know really resonated with me um let me look one second uh So um, the fourth step presents an opportunity for you to reclaim those good parts of yourself and use them for your recovery. This is a difficult challenge to be sure, but the result is that you get to be the real you. You don't have to um, have an addictive dark side draining all your power and its secrecy, and you don't have to feel phony or insecure when you own all the parts of yourself. Besides, it's much easier for you to face your recovery secure in the knowledge of the good things you have to draw upon. It's the more gentle way. So I think I just didn't want to live with that dictating everything. And, um, you know, I got some help through a doctor who specialized in eating disorders, and she presented this list of things, and I, you know kind of half there half not but I was like sure if it's OA I don't care um and so I just started going to meetings um in kind of like a fog because I was in a fog emotionally I didn't have a lot of clarity I couldn't get clear on things um and I went in there and um just showed up um and frankly that's all I could do in the beginning um 
was just try and be there and listen and that was the starting point and so um, eventually I started working with a sponsor and um, we just had such a special thing um, because um, at the same time she was going through a lot of stuff um, in her own personal life and for her to show up for me through that um, we were giving each other this really important gift and it was like oh we need each other just as much like because I couldn't hear that in the beginning I was like um, you know are you sure you want to hear this like take all this stuff like I, and she was like absolutely um, and that was definitely you know after years of secrecy um, something that really um, helped me and made me feel like this was a safe place to do this work um, and so yeah it was just incredible to have that it was really I was pretty uh, resentful in a lot of ways because I was in grad school and working full-time and I was like you decided now Kate to like go into program like what were you thinking like you have to eat at certain times at certain foods and, and I was just like I don't know I didn't I couldn't see how God was doing for me what I could not do for myself at that time I really needed to do well in school and get a good job and um kind of like propel my life forward and um you know I learned so much through that I learned how to show up and work hard and like it got noticed and I got like promoted through that and um you know I got to show up um kind of to be one among many which was so beautiful because before it was always like a I don't feel like I deserve to be here or I'm going to screw this up anyway so why even try like um and I just like did it one day at a time like I was totally scared to have that full-time job um but it was so higher power because it helped pay for school um I got to really practice all the principles um and sometimes when one sponsor she says like it's a great opportunity to practice your program in all of those places like thanks yeah you're right <laughs> um so anyways um kind of continued on like that and working through the steps and um you know I just got so much out of it. I got to see myself um, and what drew, like, so many patterns, these really painful patterns that I would play out over and over again with these people all the time. And, you know, today I, like, tell people what I want. I tell them, um, not always perfectly, but I'm, like, open to that. Um, and I communicate, um... Um, more clearly, I, you know, I, I get a chance to have a relationship with my mom that works for me. It's not perfect. Um, I get a chance to say sorry for things in my past, and, like, that's um, something that's part of my disease is, like, negative fantasy, where I'll just jump on this train and think of all the people I've ever hurt over and over, <laughs> and, like, um, 
instead, you know, I have something, the ninth step where I can literally pull it up and look at myself and be like, I talked to this person, I said sorry for what I could, and it's time to move on. And like that tiny inching forward progression, um, it's not, you know, to the rest of the world it might not be a lot, but in these rooms people get it. They get how much that means to make that kind of progress. Um, And it also gives me um, a place to feel so much more grounded. Like when I wake up in the morning and I can send a text to my sponsor being like, here's my physical, emotional, and spiritual status update. Like, this is me right now. Like, um, you know, and that honesty um, um, kind of like breaks that that fear spiral and I have this moment to take some next right actions and you know eventually that leads to um the honesty leads to like sharing it leads to connecting with people it leads to looking at my part it leads to you know doing something or nothing um meditating uh it's just such a different response than let's go exercise for hours or um you know eat this something or like these pants don't fit anymore and you suck and like good luck today you know that's like a very different life path it opens up the doors for a lot more um it helps me be able to travel it helps me um to be able to work towards like professional goals that i never thought i would be capable of and make plans stick to them um to do like things like things that used to baffle me like today um working from home and uh I was concerned because over the weekend I left my work computer there. And so, you know, what am I going to do? How about I talk to someone that I trust at work because I created trusting relationships now? Like, maybe not with everyone. I don't have to be liked by everyone, but I can go to those people I trust. And you know what? He lives in the city, and he can drop my computer off to me. Like, stuff like that would have turned me inside out. Because, like, I... But I talked to a few people, and I texted today, and I worked my program. I meditated, so I had enough of that, like, baseline sanity to work my way through those things. Um, And, yeah, it's such a gift. I can, you know, communicate with my roommates better. Um, I can make plans for the future, and I can kind of have this trust in myself that is not always there but is growing and developing that like if I show up as myself, if I live my truth and do what works for me, then I can know I've done all I can and the rest is not up to me. Um, I'm not in charge, I'm not running this whole thing, but I can do my part to take care of myself. that's huge. That was nothing I could have come up with myself, and um, I get to be proud of myself today um, and love myself. So, huge gifts of the program, and so grateful for the chance to be here. So, thanks for listening. Thank you. Thank you.